0: The front porch confessional, your weekly devotional podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode three hundred and eleven, and welcome back to my front porch. It's awesome out here. I got a fire going. I made it. So Patty got me one of the gas-fired uh, or the gas. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Fueled, fired things, <laughs> fireplaces. Um, but I kind of like to go old school every once in a while and make a uh, a real fire. I feel more manly when I do it. I feel very suburban uh, when I have the the propane, but it's a little more convenient. Uh, so I have both of them on the front porch, and so I got a a, a full blown man made fire out here tonight and it's awesome. It's a, it's a little chilly. It's beautiful out. I can see the stars. Um, you can probably hear that fire crackle from time to time. It's it's amazing. Uh it's so awesome to be out here. Hey, I hope you you're doing great wherever you are, whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing. I hope you're doing very, very well. Uh <laughs> today was a crazy day. Uh we're redoing so our house was built in nineteen forty nine. And uh, they the old garage, they turned into kind of a mother-in-law suite. And which... How did it become called a mother-in-law suite? Whatever happened to the father-in-law? You know what I'm saying? So, anyway... Uh <clears throat> so they turned it into a mother-in-law suite. It's got a bathroom in there. And so we, and that used to be Cooper's uh, Cooper's bedroom, we are turning it into an Airbnb because we have two kids in college and one that's getting married and we're like we need to make a little extra money. So, uh <laughs> today I broke up all the tile that's in that in that room, tore down a wall, and then just had a real busy day. But you ever notice when you do manual labor, there's something about it that just kind of makes you come alive a bit. Like I felt, I mean, I'm tired, don't get me wrong, but I felt kind of alive, you know, doing all that and putting it all together and ripping. And then it was like, you know, let's organize the shed. And so it was 630 and I, I started at like eight, you know, nonstop just going. And I was like, this is awesome, you know. I mowed our lawn. I mowed the neighbor's lawn. I uh, uh, Morgan, she works with me at Phoenix One. Uh, she needed some help, so I did some hedges. I mean, I mean, I'm a three on the enneagram. This is as good as it gets. Like, I'm just, I'm just conquering stuff all over the place. And then I make a fire at night, going to do a podcast. Come on, crushing it today. <laughs> uh, some of you are like, that sounds. Awful. That sounds so awful. See, I like to sit out here and relax, uh, but man, oh man, I like to turn it up and I like to work hard too. So, uh, but anyway, uh, hey, I hope uh, I hope you're great. Like I said, but I I want to say thank you. Uh, some of you have come in uh, this week and you've given to the podcast. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. It really does mean a lot, and it really does help. I don't like make money doing the podcast, Uh, it does go to pay for the website and hosting and all the little things that go into it. You know, I've had this equipment for three years. I'm going to have to start upgrading a little bit. So it helps with uh, that kind of stuff. So I just want to say thank you to those who give to the podcast. If you want to do that, you can go to partner on the website, uh, www.frontporchconfessional.com. You can go there and you can donate. Thank you. Uh, And then for those of you who listen, thanks so much. I love that you listen. If you could do me a favor and and just subscribe, um, even if you want to rate some of those things like that's super cool. It always helps out. So thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate it. You know, this is that's this whole thing. This whole, I know I do this whole like thank you uh, for listening and thank you for giving. I do that every week and I really do mean it. Um and, But I, I it always makes me feel just a little bit uncomfortable because I never want to come off like uh, inauthentic. I, and so I really do appreciate that you do listen. And I really do love that you give and uh, I'm not trying to blow this thing up. I'm really not. Um, <laughs> people tell me all the time, "You should really post some stuff on Instagram." I'm like, I don't, you know. And I, I'm, it's not that I don't agree with Instagram or whatever. I just, I, it's hard for me. So I kind of live in between of going like, well, I, I do need to cover the expenses, and I appreciate that. Um, and it is always helpful when a little extra comes in. Um, but also, I always feel conflicted because I like I would do it for free. Like I would, I would absolutely do this for free, and I really enjoy doing it. So, anyway, I just wanted to say thank you so much, and I really, really do appreciate all of you. Okay, Proverbs twenty six eleven Proverbs twenty six eleven says this: Like a dog that returns to his vomit, is a fool who repeats his folly. Uh, Proverbs twenty six eleven like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. I feel like I use this passage all the time, all the time. And the reason why is, is because I find so often I find myself back into patterns that aren't helpful and destructive. Like, for instance, this, this summer, uh, Man, I mean, the team got a lot of rest. You heard me talk a little bit about that. They got uh, a lot of rest, which I'm grateful for. I'm glad they got away. They got some vacation. They got some time. Um, I have this weird, you know, like I said today, I, I walked you through my day where I like to work and I like to jam. But what ends up happening is I have this weird thing of like, oh, cool, the team's resting. That's good for them. I need to double down, right? And I need to work harder, to kind of like in my mind I go to help make up for you know them not being here which is not healthy really And, and so I finally got through the end of the summer and I was like man I'm I'm kind of tired, which is a weird thing for me to say. I really don't. I mean, it takes a whole lot for me to go. I'm tired. Mainly, it's Patty going, I think you're tired. And I'm like, maybe I am. Uh, but uh, so, you know, I'm I'm tired. I'm, I'm finding myself to be a little snippy. I start, um, at least at Phoenix One, I start planning a bunch of extra things. Um, I want to do these events. And I want to do this. And I want to do that. And finally, the team's like, hey, you got to calm down and patty's like hey you got to calm down and i realized oh crap i did it again like for me i i return back to this 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 working overworking thing all the time overdoing it all the time and it's a real struggle for me it is you know i've been working with my counselor this is going to sound crazy i struggle to leave the office early like i feel guilty and he's been working with me for almost four years. This is crazy. Four years to go. It's okay. Go home early. It's fine. But I have this thing inside of me. It's like, well, people will think I'm lazy or, you know, I'll feel like I'm lazy. And, and, and it's it's crazy. Like I'm defined so much. By, and so I keep going back to that thing like a dog returning to his vomit. I return back to that thing. This is Solomon. Like Solomon's kind of like, you know, the wisest man who's ever existed. God gave him unbelievable wisdom because he asked for it and he gave him wealth and influence, right? And Solomon's kind of sitting back and you can almost see him sitting back and he's just watching people and and imagine like people are coming up and they're talking to him and they're complaining about stuff and he starts realizing, oh man, there's this dog that I watch outside and then he just kind of eats his food, right? And he throws it up and he goes back and he eats that. Like that is an image you can't get out of your head. And Solomon's like, I know. That's why I put it there for you. Because that's what it's like with these foolish things with these foolish things and these foolish ways in which we live And, and we make excuses around them and then we blame people and then we i mean just think of all the way as we return back to these very foolish things like a dog returning into his vomit like it's just so toxic and then it's this cycle that continues to happen over and over and over until it drowns us or drowns others around us and then we're caught and and solomon's like look this is not healthy for you. It's not healthy for those around you, and you really need to sit back and go, "Wow, what's really going on so here's here's what I'd like you to do. What's going on? Some of you are like, you you keep complaining about the same things." and it's been like, you know, over and over. I call when I work in counseling with people, I call it the cycle of dysfunction, and here's what happens. What happens is you you have this vice, right? And you, you know it's a vice, but it's fine, right? And then all of a sudden you go, crap, I got to fix this thing. I got to do something about this. And so maybe you go through a season where you fix it and you feel a freedom to it. And then all of a sudden what Solomon's saying steps back, uh, s- uh, sets back in. And you return back to that thing. And you just repeat that over and over and over. Vice, try to fix it. Then all the way back to vice, try to fix it, back to vice. And, <clears throat> and eventually you just get really discouraged. This will never go away. Satan loves this pattern, loves it in your life, loves it. What's that pattern in your life? What do you keep running back to? You know, I, I've had this, I have kind of a guiding, guiding thought that I, I, I probably think about this once a week and I use this language a lot and I, I, it's the woman at the well The woman at the well keeps returning to that well. Keeps returning. And maybe she's hoping for a different result. Or maybe she's just like, this is what it is. But she keeps going back to this well. And so my question, that well, and what I keep saying, which is for her, loneliness, exile, right? Shame. She keeps running out to that well. She can make a change. She can change, but she's choosing not to. So she goes back to that well until she encounters Jesus. What's that thing for you? What's the well you continue to return to? Or to make it a little more violent, as Solomon's trying to do, what's the vomit you return back to? Looking for something different, but honestly, it just keeps this—it keeps creating the same chaos in your life. That's the woman. She keeps... Repeating that behavior over and over until, and here's the beauty, until Jesus shows up. And he says, you don't have to do that anymore. You know, you don't have to do that. You, you can really live for me. I can show you a new way, living water, life, and life to the full. He exposes her sin. Really exposes her sin. She makes a bunch of excuses. And he's like, look, I am who you've been looking for. And when she finally sees him, finally sees him, she runs into the town and says, I want to tell you about Jesus. And I think it's so true for so many of us. Why do you continue? This is a really good question. Why? Why do you continue to go after the, the things that you know are going to crush you? Those vices. Why do you keep making excuses about them? They're, it's crushing you. Satan has got you in a loop. And... It's creating despair in your life. Solomon's like, stop it. Stop. It's, it's crushing you. It's hurting you. But first, you have to identify what that thing is. And honestly, like a lot of times when I'm out here on the front porch, I'm doing that work. I'm going, what's going on? Why did I say that? Why did I react that way? Why did I do that? Because what I'm saying is I don't want to go back to the well. I want to go back to the vomit. I want to go back to my folly. Like, it's crushing me. It's not bringing me life, or and it's not bringing other people life. It's literally bringing destruction. And Solomon's like, no more. Like, it's not good for you. Like, Jesus is looking at the woman at the well and go, you don't have to live this way anymore. You can have me, all of me. Listen, if you're somebody who loves Jesus, you can have all of him. Huh. And he offers you life and life to the full. That vice you keep going back to, that life that you're trying to live, that dysfunction that keeps coming back, you keep trying to fix it, and then it comes back, and then you get in despair, and then you start going, I guess this is just who I am. Satan goes, Yep, that's right. That's just who you are. You're never going to win. And Jesus says, No, it's not. It's a lie. It's not true. Don't do it. Solomon's like, Don't return back to your folly it's crushing you and it's crushing other people around you it's not there's no secret sin i yeah that kind of crazy talk i remember as a kid it was like oh it's a secret sin no 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 no. secret sins there is no such thing it's a very public thing maybe it's not like you have a billboard on your on your chest but it's affecting you and it's and because it's affecting you it's affecting other people and so there isn't a secret sin you don't get to hide stuff from god and it ends up impacting people because guess what? When one of us wins, we all win. When one of us loses, it affects all of us. Your sin affects all of us, and so Solomon's like, "Look, that sin is affecting the community. Stop. It's affecting you, but it's also affecting the community. Stops. Not, not. It's not good for you. This is not a way, a wise way in which you are uh, to live. So, so the question." Or, or not the question, but the, the thought that I've been working through is this, is what we return to determines where we go. What we continue to return to determines where we go. Do I keep going back to that vice, or do I keep going back to Jesus, who wants to offer me life and life to the full? So, what is the well you continue to return to? That would be the question. What is that vice? What is that thing that is is crushing you and those around you? And why do you keep returning to it? Father God, thank you for your grace and your mercy that covers a multitude of sins. But deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from those vices that continue to crush us. Awaken us to our sin so we can move fully and wholly back to you. So, take a breath. Do it right now take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.